dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host. Glad to have everybody back for another edition of Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com. In a time of mass confusion, we are recording this uh, for posterity's sake, April 14, 2020, during the middle of the confinement uh, due to the pandemic, which everybody will be knowing about once they hear this show. Obviously, we're going to hear this in the next couple of weeks as I record this, but for those that listen down the line, I always want to make sure to you know keep this very timeless as possible. Constantly changing news and guidelines around the coronavirus. Cities are starting to impose lockdowns and many, many industries are being impacted, including CBD and cannabis. But there are some glimmers of hope. And obviously, there's actually been quite a bit of uh, help that the industry has gotten from a number of different variable factors. And in some cases, the industry is actually doing pretty well, given the situation. Here to join me right now to talk all about this is the CEO of Balance Health Botanicals. Chase Terwilliger. Chase, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Hey, we've been working on this interview for a while. We've seen a lot of things at <laughs> CBD Distillery, which is the hemp, uh, one of the brands that is, uh, Balance Health Botanicals is best known for. So now your company owns and operates some of the largest manufacturing operations of brands. We just mentioned CBD Distillery or CB Distillery in the hemp-derived CBD market. You've also been recently promoting the hashtag CBD movement, which provides the masses with easy to access to hemp-derived CBD products, widespread resources to be more knowledgeable on CBD, latest industry research, and verified consumer testimonials. Now, you were asked about this, and you said the hemp industry, starting with farmers, should not plan on that being the norm and continue to perpetuate the hemp oversupply problem that has driven down prices for the supply chain over the past year. Expand on that for us. Yeah. Um, so what we saw uh, within the industry is, you know, everything was really centered around this farm bill of 2018 that ended up happening the tail end of 2018. So in December in 2019, so last year, um, we really saw an influx of farmers and then CBD brands. So the barrier to entry was, was really low and um, hemp prices were high. Uh, until the market got flooded. And so now we're looking at the U.S. overproduced, and, and don't quote me on this, but four or five times the amount of CBD that we need. At the same time, um, we were expecting the FDA to put regulations around the industry, which would then allow mass retailers like Target, Walmart, you name it, to carry CBD ingestible products. Well, unfortunately, that didn't happen. And so now we're at this point in the industry where we have biomass um, that used to go for $3.50 per percent of CBD in that pound. And now we're seeing it as low as 50 cents. So a dramatic price drop in in just a year. At the moment, the FDA has not gone through the full implementation of what the hemp bill is providing and how uh, really most people were really worried about Products containing cannabis and cannabis-derived compounds in way that ways that violate the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, putting the health and safety of consumers at risk. But again, 
we're still waiting. There are resources being provided to kind of help people navigate the waters, but the truth is the full implementation, what hemp is being allowed to use, whether it's as a food product or things like that, has not, you know, when people are asking, can hauled hemp seed, hemp seed protein powder, seed oil, can it be used in human food? People are still asking that question. And unfortunately, I don't know if we're going to get that answer right now, you know, until after the pandemic. Do you think we'll get any other words uh, since then? All we've gotten is continued, you know, let's get more response from the public. Yeah. Yeah, I do not. I agree with you. Um, I think it's going to be pushed off. Obviously, the FDA does have uh, bigger things to deal with at the, at this time. And so we were hoping for a decision from the FDA here in late spring. That's really what we were planning on. And so we stocked up inventory because we have a lot of mass retail partners that um, will be carrying our product once the FDA does uh, put regulations in place. However, now with the pandemic, um, it looks like uh, we're banking on this time next year for the FDA to make their decision at the on, moment on CBD. At the latest news on, on, on everything else when it comes to testing is that federal agricultural officials have delayed the requirement that all THC testing on hemp crops must be performed at laboratories registered with the USDA. And it's being talked about that it's a, according to Hemp Industry Daily, it's a quote-unquote fool's errand to get people to stop taking over-the-counter CBD. But now, I mean, it doesn't stop the actual supply of hemp-derived CBD that's being put out there, good or not, correct? Correct. correct. That's it where we're not. at. Okay, let me move along to Health Europa. They wrote a story, and they mentioned this, quote, on Facebook and social media, many CBD and cannabis advocates are claiming that they boosted their immunity successfully all against the COVID-19 using the plant and we're recommending others do the same. I just saw another story where uh, a product line, uh, zero PDF, I believe it is, they started making those claims and one of the spokespeople, one of the athletes said as a spokesperson for that particular company had to say, stop saying that, stop making those claims, which and I'm, uh, it's, it's a shame we're seeing, and I know it's not on the athlete, absolutely not, but on the company to go ahead and make that claim, it's just putting a, a black eye on the, on the CBD industry, which is, I mean, we're already getting a, a, some negative, uh, there's been some negative talk for some companies that are not playing, you know, correctly, and not playing right. So, as both a cannabis specialist and a doctor trained in natural medicine and Western medicine. Let me go ahead and point out Dr. Danny Gordon, who explained in this article, she said that, quote, it is important to let people know the facts and to be totally honest about what we don't know. It's also critical not to make false claims when we all understandably are a bit scared. And of course, want to do everything we can to protect ourselves and our loved ones. The quote unquote miracle cure finger quotes in here, claims that some members of the natural wellness community can sometimes make, even when well-intentioned, can have harmful effects on people's behavior and also tarnish the industry as promoting snake oils. And that's the issues we're trying to have. So these claims on social media, have you been seeing the same things as the story says? And what do you say about those? Yeah, we have seen the same claims. And I usually send them to my marketing department with a LOL next to it because it's ridiculous that these people are making claims like that, especially trying to take advantage of a pandemic that's going on. Um, it, it's something that we stay far away from. I think uh, the physician that you, you spoke to um, earlier there uh, is spot on. We don't know 
if you know what it really does for COVID. Uh, we won't know for years if it's ever even tested. Um, specifically, even pre-COVID, we were very careful, um, very, very careful about making any marketing claims because we simply don't have the clinical research. So we provide you the product. You can see if it works for you or not um, in the ailment that you are considering. Um, I think that's part of the future of uh, definitely for our company is doing clinical research, proving out some of these um, things like anxiety and sleep and pain, trying to prove those out, but they have not been proven yet. We're going to take a quick break. I'm here with Chase Terwilliger, the CEO of Balance Health Botanicals here on Blunt Business. We're going to talk <clears throat> about the employment situation coming up as well. And, you know, really the state of the planting season coming up for hemp growers. We're going to talk all about that coming up after this short break. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. It's time to Hemp Resent. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident Hempo Sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Blunt Business. I'm here with Chase Terwilliger, CEO of Balance Health Botanicals. Employment as we record this show has gone up to over 16, I think it's 16.7 million workers because of the economic impacts caused by coronavirus. One industry booming, cannabis dispensaries have seen their sales soar into the double digits. Experts expect the industry to come out of the pandemic stronger than ever. With dispensaries in most states uh, deemed essential businesses, brands hope to use this time to educate consumers on cannabis as a wellness product. So, what have you seen out there in terms of education in order to, for those, if people are now 
deeming, I mean, the one thing I've been reading about is that the consumption is in the same sense where people are just being at home, you know, and not being out and about. The time to consume is there. Oh, and, and just for other variable reasons to be at home, should people have the reason to go ahead and take either CBD or cannabis or alcohol or whatever you want? So talk to me what you've been able to do. Has been any, Have you been able to do anything to help to educate consumers in the meantime from your end? Yeah, really what we've been doing, um, we're constantly educating the consumer on what is CBD, what's hemp CBD. Um, we are obviously different than cannabis or sorry, marijuana, Correct. which is flourishing right now, um, which gets you high. That's the biggest misconception and it, which you very well know. Um, and uh, sure. what, what we're looking at right now is, is the hemp derived CBD industry and sales there. So sales, are, are you talking about sales in particular? No, we just, uh, well, I think people are in the same ways. People are going into dispensaries now more than they have, or they're getting it delivered in some cases. Delivery has also gone up way up in California. So the thing is, people are accessing the are accessing the products much more. Might be buying them more online, but we're starting to see people. I, mean, I don't know where it is on your end. Have you seen any real changes to uh, how many people are coming to you and buying CBD distillery products? Yeah, so we have a, a big component, over 50% of our our revenue is from e-commerce, so online sales, and those have stayed pretty steady. If not gone up a little bit, uh, we've been giving quite a bit of relief to people who have uh, either have been affected by the COVID-19 virus. Yeah. So I think that that's helped drive some sales. But then on the other side, um, we have retail sales. So we're one of the largest CBD companies in the independent retailer um, uh, uh, network and yep. those independent retailers are suffering and suffering big time. We have two of our largest clients have already closed the doors and they don't think they're going to open back up. Wow. So they're on the retail side that has been hurting us. We are, um, we do a good job of selling in the independent pharmacies and those are performing really well. So, um, and our mass retail clients. So we have a number of mass retailers and mass grocers, um, They've canceled POs and pushed them off for a few months as, you know, and I, I don't, you can't blame them. They, uh, they're actually taking the buyers from those CBD departments within those mass retailers and moving them into other parts of their, uh, their business to help support just the influx of, of new customers. Now, Chase, are those two companies right there, are they in states where they were deemed essential businesses or no? Uh, they are not. They are not essential businesses. Oh, okay. Oh man, that's a. Sh that's, so, and uh, do, how many states do we know of that are uh, medical states that are not been uh, that do not have dispensaries that have been deemed essential? Because I know there's been twenty. So I guess what there's another, what another fifteen or fifteen odd uh, stations that do not have that. I guess. Yeah, I think you're you're right there. Oh man, yeah, that's you know that's just an unfortunate thing, and uh, I mean unless there's some way to lobby back on the government and say, listen, these other states are following president, why can't we follow the same president? Why can't we have that distinction? That's unfortunate, and I mean I didn't yeah. I didn't re you didn't really think about that. I saw there was a lot of states, a major states that got the distinction, but not everyone, and that's that's it's really sad to hear that. Now let me go ahead and move along here. Hemp Industry Daily recently reported, quote, farmers had been holding off on buying hemp seed and young plants this spring. 
But as the global coronavirus outbreak continues to ravage, economy, uh, U.S. economy and, and municipalities and states have begun to mandate shelter-in-place orders. Producers have been reaching out to confirm their orders and are eager to get their crops planted this season. This is according to young plant producers. So now, as federal authorities assemble relief packages, the U.S. Homeland Security uh, Department issued guidance that f- included food and agriculture among the 16 essential industries that are critical to continuing operations, which means hemp farmers in this case will not be restricted from planting. So what can you tell me from the cultivators end, the farming end, about any concerns that hemp cultivators like yourself are dealing with in the field? I mean, what are you seeing about this? I mean, is this the benefit for you? And do you see anything that will hinder or prevent you from planting coming up? No, I don't, I don't think there will be anything uh, hindering us from planting. Uh, it's still um, move forward as normal on that side. I think the one thing that we're looking at is how much do we really need to plant this year? Because if this pandemic lasts, let's say, stay at home the next month, two months, and then, uh, as you mentioned earlier, unemployment is rising like never before seen, um, you know, what does that do to the economy? What does that do to our demand? You know, we are a central business. We're classified here in Colorado as an essential business. Um, we do believe that our, our customers um, don't, you know, it's not discretionary spending. They actually need our product for the most part. But at some point in time, we are going to have customers who are even um, in financial difficulties and, um, and we can't even with discounts and whatnot support them. And so therefore, there is going to be, I believe, a decrease in demand temporarily. Um, and so we need to plan around our harvest around that. So there's been a lot. Now, one thing I've noticed, which is most important, when you look at the economy itself, that since March 23rd, which was really Black Monday, one of the worst days for, our, for a real drop in, our, in the economy altogether, the stock market has been stabilized and has continued to grow. It's actually pulled back up about 4,500 shares or what about, 10% of the original loss that they had, it's got itself back up. As I'm recording right now, it is back up. So we're going to have a, a, the economy is stabilizing even with all this going on. And I think it's just a matter of time before we, there will be people that are living off paycheck to paycheck. They're going to be struggling to go ahead and get themselves back on their feet. But I mean, if they're able to get ourselves, get everyone out of here and save 30, 45 days, we dealt with shelter in place, remove that. And, then you have the hope that, you know, there's just got to be the right way to get that supply to people. So if it's contactless delivery, if that's what states start to implement, or if there's something more where, you know, just the access to the stores again, if people can just go back into the dispensaries once again, or go where they ever they go to, to get their CBD products, you know, not bodegas or gas stations, if you will, but someplace mm-hmm. where they can go ahead and continue to go and buy that product. Uh, would you think that, you could plant, would you think, would there be any price adjustment that would make any difference? Yeah, I don't, I don't know necessarily about the price adjustments uh, when planting. Uh, everything's pretty low right now, from, uh, especially when you're looking at the seed. Um, and so I think, again, our biggest adjustments will be more on the demand side. And yeah, the, the economy, hopefully, it, it's a V-shaped curve. Like, uh, like some experts are predicting, you know, as on the business side, and this is a business podcast, so I'll go there, you know, we're projecting a U-shaped curve towards the end of, end of the year. And so therefore, um, we're kind of preparing for the worst and hoping for the best. Now, 
the other thing too is I guess I'm asking about price adjustment only because of the fact that I'm not saying for your company itself. I'm just saying, but in, sure. in a general sense, would there be something where if you're planting, you'd like to go and be able to go and plant as you'd like because you already have that property, make the use of it, uh, whatever you're going to plant on, would you cut a break? What would, do you think companies would cut a break to the wholesalers? Have to take a little bit less profit off of what they've put out there just to kind of keep, you know, consistency of the kind of planting schedule that you have or that a company has. Yeah, I, I think you're right there. Um, that's that's definitely something that we, we can do and that companies are doing. You know, when you start to take this oversupply from last year too and put it on top of that, now you're really diluting that price and, and it's plummeting even more. Very interesting. We're going to come back with final questions with Chase Terwilliger, who's my guest today on Blunt Business, the CEO of Bounce Health Botanicals. Back with final questions after this. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. I said palm tree, make California. Yo, 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 this is your boy, TJ, Shrimp James. You listen to Dr. Bina on Cannabis Confidential. People were so excited to see you supporting our industry, and it's so important to see people who are mainstream, who are out there, that people look up to. That was my first one ever going to, so that was definitely a big deal for me. It's not just, oh man, just come smoke a bunch of joints. It's a lot of science into it. It's way more interesting than a lot of people might think who look down, per se, on what we enjoy. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. My guests say, Razzie Berry, we're talking about nature, naturopathic medicine, as well as the concept of prevention and preventing disease. Empower people to live a naturopathic lifestyle, get to know your body, understand its rhythms, remove toxins, and use natural alternatives whenever possible. 90 to 95% of cancers are due to environment and lifestyle risk factors. I mean, that's a huge number. That means that cancer is preventable. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. I'm here with Chase Terwilliger, CEO of Balance Health Botanicals, the makers of CB Distillery here on Blunt Business. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. While we're at it, uh, I want to go direct people to the website, the CBD, uh, excuse me, thecbdistillery.com. I want to make sure to sing that out. Thecbdistillery.com. Now, Chase, I want to ask you, uh, you talk to Hemp Industry Daily, 
love talking to you, or they love talking about the, the the product here. Very good source, by the way, from what I get to talk about. I don't get to talk all about hemp a lot on the program, but when I get a chance to, they're always one place I always go to for quite a bit of information. Now, quote, they said, they, they, they quoted you saying this, quote, we're frankly not ordering the amount, normal amount from our processors because we're not only preparing for a downturn, but we need to manage our cash and inventory more effectively. So that's going to affect them, but it will also affect the farmers who are already hurting in a big way for not being able to sell much, if any of their crop, uh, because of the FDA regulations. So talk to me about that portion when it comes to, um, you know, cash and inventory and what you need to go and buy from the farmers. Yeah. So trying to make this all for full circle yeah. here with the coming from the top down, the FDA regulation is so key to the demand that, um, you know, you, you've heard the Brightfield report uh, quote the industry at $22 billion, $24 billion in the next few years. That can only happen with FDA regulation and them coming in and and blessing CBD um, so we can go into those mass retailers and really have a better way to distribute our product to the public. Now, um, because that hasn't happened and now that we know that that's going to be pushed off or I guess don't know, but making the assumption that it'll push be pushed off at least a year, um, we need to prepare as a business for kind of the next level down from the FDA to prepare our inventory levels. So we stocked up on inventory in a big way to satisfy the mass retailers and our mass retail partners. Now that we know that that's going to be pushed off because of regulation, we need to sit on that inventory. So therefore, we're not going to go to our processors who are doing the extraction for us and send them a bunch more hemp um, to process into CBD because we have a bunch of inventory sitting there. So I think what we're seeing is those upstream ramifications of what the FDA you know, the, the lack in FDA guidance and regulation right now and how it's impacting those upstream components to our value chain. Let's go ahead and talk about CB Distillery. Again, it's a top line online retailer for hemp-derived CBD products, flagship brand from Bell's Health Botanicals. And just recently, as I record today, pop right into my inbox, you have officially launched a 300 milligram broad spectrum CBD warming and cooling cream uniquely formulated to provide the best of both worlds uh, works in tandem to provide targeted relief where you need it after a long day. And most importantly, your products have been certified for the U S uh, by the U S hemp authority. You get the seal of approval there and other organizations that are also offering proper certification. So talk to me about these new warming and cooling creams and the importance that, you know, your product has that distinction of certification. Yeah, the warming and cooling creams, we're really excited to launch. Uh, we did a soft launch in the fall, and it had a, a great reception. Customers love the products. They're not um, overpowering in the, cold, in the cooling and warming sense. So it's kind of more CBD and a little bit warming and cooling, and so it doesn't overpower. There's not a ton of fragrance. Um, and then we're also offering it in broad spectrum. So. Uh, for those of uh, you unfamiliar listening, um, you know, broad spectrum is where we take the full spectrum product with all the terpenes, other cannabinoids, and we just remove the THC. So it's really a product that nobody has to even ask the question. Um, you know, even <laughs> some people think topicals do get them high. Um, this one doesn't even have any THC in it. So it's been a great product for us. And uh, to your certification point, that's one of the, the ways that we um, 
are a lot different than most other CBD companies. Uh, we really, really spend a lot of time, money, and effort on certification. So you mentioned the Hemp Authority certification. Um, we were one of the first companies to get that first batch of companies. We've invested heavily in uh, NSF, uh, good manufacturing process certification, ISO 9001, uh, adverse event reporting, you name it. We're in uh, a few different clinical studies right now on safety. We've, we're the only company to do um, grass, which is generally recognized as safe, self-affirmed grass for all three of um, our uh, ingredients, which would be CBD isolate, CBD broad spectrum, and CBD um, full spectrum. And so we're really proud of that and uh, really proud of the product. So again, I want to just point people out to thecbdistillery.com. Obviously you have oil tinctures, capsules, creams, gummies. I see you also, as I look down the site, your top sellers, you have a number of those already at a discount right now. If you're listening to the program as we speak that, you know, I want to just point people out to that, check it out for themselves. And uh, where else can people go ahead and follow along with what's going on with CB Distillery and Balance Health Botanicals, Chase. Point our listeners to where they can go ahead and find out more information. Yeah, the best place is just to go to this uh, cbdistillery.com, like you said, and then sign up for our email list. Um, we, we send out a lot of blogs, a lot of education. This is still new, even though it seems like it's been uh, an uh, industry that's been around for eternity for us. It's still new to a lot of people, to your family, to your friends. And through that email list, you'll get a lot of educational information of what is CBD, what are the side effects, any questions that you may have, um, we push through there on, on some really, really um, good educational blog content. So please, please take the time to sign up there. Sounds great. Again, I'm here, I'm here with the CEO of Balance Health Botanicals, Chase Terwilliger, here on Blood Business. Thank you for coming in uh, for, with us, uh, Chase. I really do appreciate it. And best of luck to you and yours. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, for listening to another edition of Blunt Business. Of course, find the show on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review. Subscribe wherever you have to subscribe so you never miss an episode. We're always here every week. We are still recording quite a few shows going into Memorial Day and farther after that as we are stockpiling shows for the summer because we're still going to be here probably in confinement, even though we might see business starting to open back up incrementally, gradually, and it will probably take us into the into the summertime before people can start actually going outside a little more often, maybe wearing a mask. But again, businesses will be able to go ahead and pick themselves back up. We can only help cross their fingers and toes. And also, you can find this on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.